Hello and welcome back to One for Paul, the show where I, the original non-pop culturist, get inducted into the world of pop culture by friends, comedians, and the occasional nemesis. Joining me today is my friend, Dax. It is I. I have returned to continue this tale. Dax, Dax Wren, Wren Dax. It Dax is Ren. I. How are you? How are you Dax Wren of, of the Twitch channel. Called Dax Wren on that Same. platform named Dax on that or channel Twitch. named Twitch. <laughs> Brilliant! As I love, I love these in- introductions. They're so they're so good. How have you been? Are you good? Are you I up probably yes. Excellent. I just checked. So I, I like. just checked the goodometer, and yes. So 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 systems locked, loaded, ready to ready to get into. Which one are we doing? What what was it? What film? Come, (laughs) enter the fist. There's probably a number in there. Call me Pow. You can call me Pow. (laughs) You could call me Pow. That isn't my name, but that's some series of sounds that you could say in my direction. (laughs) Right. Where where do we leave it? Where do we? We were watching a part one of this uh, masterful piece of straightforward, dramatic cinema. We left our hero at the top of a waterfall about to have a battle. Yeah, they're coming. He's swinging his chain. He's swinging, swinging his, his chain! chain. And By which what? I mean like this yellow rope here. <laughs> With a very slight metal hand on it. It's uh, clearly made of paper mache <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah, you don't think they got an actual cast iron hand? No. <laughs> no, I don't think that. <laughs> so, 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 what happens next? He's well, his we chain. have been informed by Ling, the the one girl who flashes for reasons sometimes, and yep, this shy. man is up here, and the chosen one needs to go fight Betty because he is the chosen one, and he must fight Betty. Because Betty killed his family, probably. Most most likely. And burned, burned down the house. And burned that. down his house that one time. Burned down, burned down. One time. Uh, one time is all it takes, though. How many times could you forgive someone for burning down your house? Zero times exactly. would I do that. Never. Never. Never ever. As chosen never, one. Never ever. never ever ever even ever. <laughs> As chosen one confronts Betty. He's stopped by Ling's father, who is here for some reason, and who is also a fan of an underrated games console made by Nintendo in the late 2000s, and warns him that he's not ready to defeat Betty. And then, what is it? Does, 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 does the father, that is a, a relation to the Wii U loving uh, Ling, mm-hmm. uh, he, does he decide to fight in his place? Yes, at that moment, the Chosen One learned a valuable lesson about Iron Craws. Craws? Claws. Claws. Iron Craw. Iron Craw. <laughs> God, would, would you read? I would read a comic starring a man from Louisiana with an Iron Craw. An Iron Craw. This is good old God, craw. I want that now. Someone please make that. <laughs> and with this craw, he can crush anything. <laughs> yeah, so the, the the guy pushes aside the guy whose name is Chosen One and says, "No, chosen. no, no, I I will be the the one who is who is chosen probably to do it. You don't do that. You go sit there in the you corner. You there? You're not ready. I've just met you, but I know this probably. 
essentially. So those two proceed to fight. And do we hear another, and is there another soundtrack for this fight? Well, turns out Chosen One clearly wasn't ready. <laughs> he get, does, he get, does he get a hit in? I think, I think he manages to get, a, a, like, he swings for it. No, no. And he gets one claw. I think he, he gets that. that one claw in the in the back, and the narrator yeah. helpfully uh, informs us that it hurts. Pause. Freeze, freeze frame. Uh, that hurts. Oh my god. Well, just <laughs> then, those Duke boys realized that getting an iron claw to the face is not a terribly pleasant experience. <laughs> and it just rips out. Um, yeah, because it also it also rips off chunks of clothing as well. It's not just skin; the claw rips. No, of course. In fact, that's the main thing it tears off. Most of the time, shirt ripper! <laughs> that's the name of the technique he uses to, to rip the shirt. Yes, yes. <sighs> Turns out that Chosen One and Ling's father are thrown down the waterfall, and also there's a whale. We, yeah, so yeah, it gets thrown down the waterfall, and 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 it's the it's the screams as he's going down the waterfall. It's like I'm I'm falling, we're we're falling, and then it, it's so I, wet in here, in this wet. waterfall that I'm falling down in. I'm falling then, down the waterfall right now. I, I heard him say whale when I first watched it, but I didn't actually see the whale until oh, there's I totally a it. whale. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even notice it the first time I saw it. I think I was just busy laughing. I just hear him going, and I had no idea why. I thought he was just saying like another random word. But no, there's a whale in that waterfall. (laughs) Here's the way I think that joke developed. They were in the studio and they said, except the guy said, whale. And they, they cracked up so much that they sent that back to the CG department who also were laughing. And they said, yeah. well, I think we have to now. We know, we know what, what we, we must, must be do. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. They were like, yeah, we have to put... A, we, we've heard it. Let's put a whale in. Doesn't matter if it makes no sense. None of this film makes sense. Put it in. <laughs> when has that ever stopped us before? I ask you. Not, not in the entirety of this film so far. <laughs> <laughs> they survived the, the plummet down this waterfall. And they walk back to to the town where Chosen One is helping Ling's father limp to where they might get him some help. Like a formerly popular American electronics shop. Oh yeah. Oh see that that's a reference me, I never got. Bring me to the to the place where I can buy some discount electronics, please. He says. Yeah, I never actually knew out. what they were referencing. I didn't know what that was because I didn't have the Likewise. reference. So I, I always thought it was something to do with actually, like, radio. <laughs> oh, you didn't have Radio Shack in the UK, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, not, No, not it was... Um, referencing. I thought it was like... It was like an electronics store that for a while was actually pretty good. Uh, okay. I think like... Uh, can I mention them? Uh, Maplin. They closed down. Oh, okay. I think like a yeah, Maplin back in the day when closed. you would go there for like a you know, handful of semiconductors, a kit for the kid, and also they had like a DJ kit there for some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that. Wow. Yeah. No, that, well, but see, that makes sense because in my young teenage mind, not knowing about Radio Shacks, I literally thought it was just like a place to go and like, it was like 
pirate radio or something like that, you know, with like one of those antennas and you just go there and you can like listen to music and join in. This is a reference to the ads, I think, at the time where people were like, take me to Radio Shack. Like they get in a taxi and go, take me to Radio Shack. And this guy's like it. bleeding out rapidly and he's going, take me to Radio Shack. <laughs> and this guy's those. on the moon and being like, that's one small step for man. One, oh, you know uh, what? Take me to yeah. Radio Shack. That's what uh, he sounded okay. like. Probably. I don't. What is that I, I, voice I, that I just did for him? I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's better than anything I do for that because I, I, I've learned today. I have now learned what a Radio Shack is or was. Are they still going? I don't think so. If the if the brand's still going, then I don't know. Maybe. Got Blockbuster. <laughs> there is no. I think they're more dead than Blockbuster. There still is a Blockbuster in Oregon. Okay. Wow, that's. I think that's it's in Oregon. Cut to town when they're helping him go through town, and they arrive at Crane School, Kung Fu School place, and Master Tang recognizes Ling's dad as his former friend, who we saw in that flashback earlier. You remember the flashback, right? In a flashback of another flashback. Yeah, so we get the flashback of him having a flashback to a guy saying, It will be very significant. And then, oh yeah, we didn't we didn't touch on it last time, but it's like it's the flashback they start, but then his cut is just like, oh yes, and then he killed the dog, and then it's like it goes goes to the the, and you just see his face like in pain, but you just hear the, like obviously humor, great humor, just the fart sound effect and the sound of the dog going, and it just cuts. He's like, whoa, 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 enough, enough of that. Stop, stop with these flashbacks. I have a feeling that that's one of those things where the writers watched the movie that this is based on in silence, and we're like, what is he? Do- what is happening in here? What is yeah, he doing? It looks it? like he's strangling a dog. And then they were like, oh, that's the joke. Everybody oh, write that yeah. down. And personally, I find it's in bad taste because I don't like jokes about animal cruelty. Yeah, but, no, I, 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 but I like so. I, I think, get I get it. I get the yeah. design of the joke. I get the construction I, of the joke. It's well constructed. It okay it's, it's well delivered. I admire the craftsmanship. I don't think it's funny personally. Yeah. I like I think I think they thought it would be a bit better because like they're using it as a fart joke, so like a dog isn't gonna be killed from a fart, as it were. Um but yeah, there's still a bit. If you, if you don't like that, yeah, you're not going to like it. It was not my taste. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah. They get him to the infirmary. Uh, Master Tang helpfully sings a song about a brand of disinfectant cream. More product yes. placement, probably. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. a weird product placement, but okay, but, fair enough. The thing is, I don't know if any of this product placement was actually done on purpose like that. Actually, had any sort of thing to put it in or if they were just doing it to make references and pop culture references yeah, maybe like, i mean let's let's be clear it could be either and that's yeah exactly it could be it's sort of the problem isn't it because yeah. you, i don't know like uh we both operate in a space where we actually have to declare this is an ad when we're going to do spot like that right i assume yeah, streaming yeah. is similar to yeah, yeah. youtube and internet stuff right even podcast mm-hmm. space i have to declare it like I, i'm regulated in yeah, that way this is the, yeah i'm, I'm sponsored TV, by x or this movies they do not have to declare that at all or if they do, they have to put like a tiny little letter P in the bottom right of the screen, which they don't do here. But also in the States, they don't have to even do that. It's weird. Anyway, it could be either it's sort of funny, I guess, yeah. because his whole thing is like, I am the token funny guy and also product placement guy, I guess. Yeah, I'm everything. All, All right. right. 
cut to later when he's patched up but still dying. His job is to tell us that Tungy, though a little disturbing, possesses supernatural power, which is definitely yeah. makes it less disturbing somehow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> without Tungy, something called the Council, whatever that is, will come to Betty's aid in a fight. Do you understand? No. <laughs> I don't understand. I do not understand. Which is just my favorite thing in this movie, because every time in a movie where somebody is delivering exposition and they go, I need you to listen carefully. This thing you've never heard of is going to do an action whose consequences will not be clear to you. And the reason they won't be clear to you is because I'm being deliberately vague. vague. Do you understand? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and in this case, they just say, no, I don't yeah. understand, but that's it fine. It will be significant. I do not understand, but it's okay. <laughs> also, Master Tang keeps rubbing Buddy's wound because I guess Master Tang enjoys rubbing people. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the old days. Like he's laid out there, and he's like, "Does it, does it, does it hurt when I do this?" And it's like, uh, uh, "Yes, kind uh, of. Please stop doing that. It's okay. I'm sure it's fine." No, yeah, no. Honestly, there's there's a consent thing happening right now. No, I'm relax, sure it's fine. Relax. It's good for both of us. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's like, relax. <sighs> you like it. <laughs> Cut to later when Ling's father is dead, and Chosen One has a conversation with her about it. She's visibly no. distraught, and therefore decides to announce that she's a tiny little horny honey and proceeds to flash Chosen One a few more times, then disrobe this, completely, then re-robe, and the, this goes on for a while uh, before this, settling yeah. on a platonic hug and a cut to black. I, I, I totally forgot about that scene. What the fuck uh, did I just watch? Oh, my way, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to comfort you about your, your, your dad, and she's all upset and doing the, the old Wii U product placement. Wii U! And then she's like, Oh, and then it's like, it's just, she's so torn by, like, you saw briefly earlier that she's shy, but immediately flashes and then covers up. It's like an extension, obviously, of that, of that gag. And, <laughs> and she's just like, I'm so ready, but it's too soon, but I'm so hot. So then she pulls off the robe a bit, and then Banana no, really puts it back off. And then it's all the way on the floor, and you just see, like, the, uh, the, um, her naked back. Yeah, this and is all the from behind. Yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah, is not... anything else. This yeah. isn't nudity beyond, beyond like, yeah. if you've ever seen someone in a bikini, this is, like, this is it from the back. Yeah, well, like, yeah, there's more nudity early on in the film with just that lady in a bikini, essentially. I think that's the most nudity in the film. Yeah, it's not, yeah, uh, yeah. but he here's the thing. I think this film, where they have this lady who's just attended her father's death and immediately starts hitting on this guy and taking her clothes off for him, yeah. Uh, this film 100% understands both women and grief. Yeah, of course, 100%. Like, that's, how you, that's how you act. You see, it, you see it in like soap operas all the time. There's a funeral, there's a death, and then it's a reason to get together with someone. And so it is totally respectful of the feelings of its characters and the feelings yeah. of its audience who might have gone through something similar. But to be fair, this uh, it did at least end slightly respectfully. It ended in a hug. It ends with like hug. a. I'm confused, but let's hug yeah. for a minute. Yeah, at least at least there the, the human the human contact there. There we are. That's <laughs> that's all we need. It's it's to their credit that they didn't go the American Hollywood thing of like and and well we need a reason for her to take clothes off. Could we have her yeah. dad die? <laughs> yeah, we need we need that. That's as the, the only as that. reason I can think of that someone would sleep with me. 
I yeah, mean someone. Am I right? The crystallizing moment when you need to sleep with someone, when you lose someone dear to you. Uh, it's, it's a gross trope, and I'm sort of glad it's being called out here. But it's yeah. also like a little too like, oh, that is gross. You're right. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's literally really is just like totally on the nose. It's like, yeah. Cut to Chosen One asking the Sky what he should do. Fortunately, the Sky is here to help him. <laughs> and the Sky is voiced by, as well, not legitimately, but sounds as all Sky. sky uh, no, no, no. It's not him. This this is a legally distinct lion whose name is <laughs> Mu, Mu, Mushufasa. Yeah, Mushufasa. Mushufasa. That's the one. He, Someone looked he, at, a, at a Chinese menu at a restaurant. Yep. Marketed toward people who are not Chinese. And they yep. said Mushu, yep. Fasa, got it. Yeah, and, and then what, how does he refer to the chosen one? Do you remember how Simba. he refers to the yep. Cho Simba. Yeah, well, actually, my name is uh, Chosen, sorry. Yeah, cho Simba. Uh, cho- all right, well, Simba. Cho Simba. Yeah, he's like, not quite sure. It's not, I'm not sure what I should be here. And he gives him a really vague. Um, speech about oh, it's like one of those look within yourself. No, yeah, because there's a slight reference about stars above. And you like that. must make your place in the great circle of la- uh, <laughs> stuff. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Behold stuff. the symbols. Yeah. One over there, and the other symbol over okay. there. <laughs> He has no clue what he's talking about. He's just trying to lay out like <laughs> I just I love this scene. It's so it's so it's so good for taking. But mysterious Sky Lion, what is this evil council? Uh, what, what is it? What, the answer it resides in the, in stars, the stars above. above. That doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? Uh, and then he and then he's like, oh, it'll uh, it'll elaborate onto um. It will, it will make sense towards the end or something. Yeah, it's callback. It's callback. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Like when when you get to the end of the story, buddy, you'll get there and be all like, "Oh, that stars." Yeah, above. that's good. Ah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's sort of what I'm doing here. I appreciate it if you would yes and me, because I mean, what you're doing is just not like. Have you done improv before? It's okay if you haven't. We'll show you the. It's fine. <laughs> the circle of stuff. Mm-hmm. According to this newest quest giver, Chosen One has a, has to grind a couple of levels before he is strong enough to fight Betty. This yeah, seems to be the is 24-hour news network. 24-hour <laughs> news network. 24-hour news network. He's got that nice baritone voice, too, the this is 24-Hour yes. News Network. He says the name of the brand. Hours. I'm not saying the name of the brand because yeah, they are not paying me. <laughs> it's a news Reach place. out. You know who you are. Reach out if you want to. They don't. That's fine. <laughs> Cut to Betty. Looking at pictures of tigers and birdies. He is having a Tiger. great time looking at his Tiger. picture books. Birdie. <laughs> he is living his best life, and he is a really good magician. What was it that he could make? Yeah, yeah, no. I'm, I'm envisioning a scene. They're all sat around there now, Red. and he's, he's he's got he's got all of his artwork laid out. But what is the magic trick that he can do? Your clothes are red. Mm, blue clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, whoever is performing the trick on it, they're using 
are they using slightly different scenes? You you might know more slightly, about it. Slightly is one way to put it. I would go with yeah. the word entirely. <laughs> it's like, because he's just walking around and he's just trying to get it in. They kind of use the same room, though. It's like a similar room. But yeah, the guy totally changes his clothes every time he mentions it while he's trying to uh, break down what his plan is next. Oh, yeah. Turns out Chosen One is still alive. This isn't good. Not good at all. Your clothes are black. So what's uh, what's the evil council plan exactly? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The evil council's plan is evil. It is well, an evil plan. It is a plan. It is a plan. That is evil. Okay, evil. Got it. What? So what is the plan? To be evil. <laughs> I've, my, my, the plan actually has gone from do, do they reference the plan in that point because in my mind oh yeah I, he I'm, says the plan he, I mean first of all red clothes and second of all it is evil it is so evil it is a bad bad plan, plan. <laughs> that will hurt many good people people that are good and I think it's great because I'm bad <laughs> are the words he says in that order and I love that you've taken the notes to know, to know exactly which one, because every time I quote this scene, it is just a rambling of good, bad, evil, evil plan. Oh, that is see, evil. That is a mistake, because the cadence and the word choice is so specific, and I don't <laughs> think the joke works without it. Well, yeah, no. red clothes. It is evil. The plan, it is evil. It is so evil. It is a bad plan that will hurt many people that are good. I think it's great because it's so bad. It, it's so bad. <laughs> Much like the Nintendo Power Glove, it's so bad. Oh, man. Welcome That's to references bad. from before my audience was born. Before before me, mate. Power Glove Oh, God, you were me. born oh. after The Wizard? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You are post I, I, The I'm, Wizard. I'm 90. I'm ni- 90 exactly. You're 90? 90. Happy exactly. 90th birthday. 90 years old today. But Thank what you, of Chosen One? I'll kill him dead with, with like a rock or something. <laughs> with, with with a rock or. I love how his plans before were like, I have an evil plan, probably, or rather, the audience was led to intuit this. Yeah, no, it was actually something. And when really actually wrong. asked about his plan, he's like, I, I don't know. can't be that hard. <laughs> Fuck. A rock, a net. <laughs> Cut to a couple of ventriloquists. Who are singing a song about being ventriloquists. Ventriloquists. Without moving their lips. So this is like obviously the play from earlier where he's uh where we were talking about dubbing over badly. Now this time they're not even saying anything, they've just decided to dub over these two. This is um have you ever seen Mystery Science Theater three thousand? I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. You'd like it. It's this is one of these first scenes where I was like, Oh, this is a YouTube video. <laughs> this whole movie is a YouTube video. Yeah, that, that, that's that, that's a good sum, sum, summarize of it. Uh, yeah, so they fight for a bit, the ventriloquists and Betty, because Betty succeeds on the saving throw to avoid being tricked by the minor illusion cantrip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a ventriloquist. Your tricks won't fool me. I love that Betty is slowly turning into Snape in our impression of him. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, slowly hello, turning into... I am yeah. Betty. Risley. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I, I think because of them being ventriloquists, they try and trick it by going like, he's behind the wall. I'm the chosen one and I'm behind the wall. You should come get yeah. me. 
<laughs> I will not fall for your trick. Oh yeah, he passed his save on the minor yeah. illusion there. Cut to later when the ventriloquists are hanging upside down and declaring how much they are swinging from the hanging thing and Ling arrives to confront Betty. Wee you, wee you, wee you, ooh, wee you, wee you. Wee you, pew, wee you, wee you. Oh, that was an exact quote. Yeah, for real. Uh, Cut to a field where Master Tang is walking into an ambush to the butt song again. Okay, so here were his options. A... Quickly duck sideways, dodge the claw, then take him out with a spinning back kick. Or, B, hear me out here, take the claw in the face and then roll on the ground and die. Die. (laughs) And which option does he take once uh, the play continues? You have chosen unwisely. (laughs) Just takes the claw directly to the face, rolls around. Rolls around on the floor, and he's just there now. That's 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 Master Tang. Mm-hmm. That's his story done. Cut to <laughs> Wimplow. You remember Wimplow from before? The one that we trained wrong as a joke. For fun. You know, as a gag. Cut to Wimplow <laughs> running away and then getting iron-handed in the back of the back. That's Wimplow done. That's uh, it. Cut to Ling Wimplow's running away down. too. Good thing Chosen One is off in the distance there in that Monty Python reference shot before he's trapped yeah. with a tiny net to the face. He can't possibly escape the tiny net. It's so tiny. How would you escape such a thing? I ask you. I, I, I love that. I love that scene where, uh, because yeah, when we cut to Ling and she sees Chosen One, she's calling for him and it keeps cutting back and forth between them and the Chosen One is running towards Ling and each time it cuts back, is further away, closer away, further away, closer away, until the net is thrown at him. And the size of this net must be, I don't know, like about the size of a mouse pad, maybe? It can't be much larger. Yeah, and he gets all caught in his fingers, and he's like trying, struggling to breathe, and it just falls down on the floor. It's time now for an intermission. Buy some damn food. The profit <laughs> margins are delicious. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, that's that's when we have uh, they have the order. Let's all go to the lobby esque uh, scene they put in. Yep. Uh, Fortunately, so in the intermission, we learn that food is important, and you should buy as much of it as you can. And drinks. And drinks. Buy just buy all of it. Please spend money at the cinema. Please buy money. So it makes our film look even better. Fortunately, he can reverse the footage and free himself from the net and find Ling. <laughs> but first, he finds Wimplow, who is uh, prob- he's definitely dead. He's dead. He's on the floor. Uh, there's nothing there. Which means then... he wins, right? Yeah. So yeah, he's... he's Ultimate victory. Succeeded. So he goes to find... Who is it he goes to find next? Tang. Master Tang. Who is must... not doing so great, but is still no. alive. He's still alive. Though he's on still... a scale of one to ten, he's sort on a, on an alive scale. He's like a one on the one to ten alive scale. He's not, he's not looking so good at the moment. No. Very very flushed. Also, very, very also Ling is over there. But first, and he she... needs to listen to his di- to to Master Tang's dying words. Yeah. What is it? What is he says? You, I, I assume you, he do you he have right tells him about his fondness for NSYNC and that he likes Harpo. Oh yeah. And then, yeah there's and no Harpo that. in NSYNC, but there probably should be, yeah. according to Master Tang. Yeah. There's no. I think his name's Harpo. If it isn't, 
it should be. And then he starts to like go, boom, chicken, boom, chicken. <laughs> he just tries to do a little bit of a rap. Well, it's not even slightly close to any NSYNC song. Of my knowledge of about two NSYNC songs, I think. Which is too many NSYNC songs, I think I'm we can sorry. all agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. makes a squelching sound, then Ling calls out to Chosen One. Ling is also injured, but in a way that doesn't make her look less attractive. <laughs> yeah, she's like not a hair out of place, pretty much. She might have, what, like, a drop of blood? Oh, she has a tiny drop of blood on one cheek, whereas yeah. uh, Buddy here had, like, his whole throat torn out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, in her dying breaths, I think, she says, I will always love you, And that's your last that, words. Wee-oo. Wee-oo-oo. Also, the dog is dead. For, for whatever reason Also, it is. the dog's name is Dog. Yeah, Dog. And also, then, it turns out Master Tang isn't dead. He just made the yeah. sound, which doesn't mean yeah. he's dead. It's just the sound he makes. Also, Ling isn't dead. She just made a sound. And also, the it's dog fine. is alive. So, hey, if yeah, all of these people are alive, good. maybe Wimplo is alive. He cut back to Wimplo and... Now we have flies swarming around the body. And... Oh, I didn't... No, it didn't cut back to... I didn't see the body in the version I saw. Uh, so, uh, well, no, it's not... It's not uh, like, the, the body's still he the same shot. He just shows up and there's a shot, of, a shot of Chosen One going, oh. Oh, Oh yeah, no, that's it. You hear the flies. You hear the you flies, You hear sure. the flies. My bad, my bad, my bad. I apologize, I apologize. Well, I mean, all well, that they... means is that the filmmakers did their job really well with that scene because you imagined the thing. Yeah. Whereas I was I, like, I thought they reused the scene from before or if his body was on the floor and just added the fly sound effects. No, no, they don't show the body again. They just sort of show a close-up oh, yeah. of uh, Chosen One arriving, hopefully, and going, oh. Oh, oh. yeah, and then you just say, ah, cool, sweet, see, my mind's eye. I remember it differently. Hey, filmmakers did their job right then, because that's exactly what I think that scene's supposed yeah. to do. Awesome. Betty has gone too far now. Killing is wrong. And bad. In fact, there should be a word worse than bad and wrong. Murder? No. Genocide? No. That's a bad one. That's when you do a lot of murders. Which is the worst word for killing. That combines the two. Badong! <laughs> I agree, that is a bad word. Badong. And you must be the opposite of that word. You must stand for the opposite. You, and, you must stand and, for the opposite of killing. Yeah. And what's the opposite of badong? Gnordab. <laughs> How did you come up with this stuff? <laughs> I think here the key is the delivery, which is completely sincerity. Yeah, the chosen uh, one is like, this is Badong. I will stand for the opposite of that. What is the opposite of Gnordab? I am Gnordab. Also, Gnordab. that's probably going to be my next D&D character. Gnordab. Yeah, oh yeah. It's such a good name. He is the opposite Gnordab. of killing. Yeah, everything that is bad and wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cut to a blacksmith. Excuse me, blacksmith, do you know where I can find some little silver triangular pyramid caps that roughly an inch and a half in diameter? Yes! <laughs> oh, you just have that in stock, eh? Great! Chosen, yeah, he just, one, he just has both. Chosen One proceeds to customize his training dummies for a training montage. To help him grind a few levels before fighting the final boss, probably. Also, yeah. it's very important that the training dummies have mustaches. Yeah, just just so, to, to make sure you know that it's it's Betty 
Uh, and also the the, the triangles, these uh, pyramid caps he's got. They're like there's one on his chest, and I think two down below. It's there's like, like two a, of them. There's tri- one like on yeah. one of his pecs, and there's one on the opposite side on his stomach somewhere, maybe. Yeah, and like he has to try. He's trying to like grip them and try yeah. and pull them off. He wants he to like drag these out of the man. But you see, yeah. they're tough to grab because they're kind of yeah. smooth, and they're tough to pull because they're smooth and they're pointy. Yeah. So they'll poke your hands if you don't That's grab funny. them just right. Yeah, <laughs> this and is so the this is the enough. exact wording. Of yeah, that, the, that's I thought so. Yeah, it was like the smooth of the voiceover man who tells us just how difficult this is going to be. Oh. Voiceover man, I believe, is also Master Master Tang. I think I think the narrator is Master oh, Tang. Really, that's some range, I man. I dig it. Same, I think that's the same voice that they use. So I think it is like the master retelling the story. I believe that's I think what they think they were going for. Cut to later, where Ling sees his hands all cut up and is all like, hey, does it hurt? It's like, no, no, it's okay. So Pours then, lemon on him. How about now? No, no, it's okay. Pours salt on him. How about now? And then his eyes start to widen. He's like, what is happening? And what's the final one? Mercury. She breaks a thermometer breaks in, her, in his thermometer hands. In his and then he says throat. to her, you broke a thermometer in my hands. My hands. <laughs> And how was her response? And her Does response even... is, I think, the most normal response of this situation. Oh, uh, is it? <laughs> oh, she she wants him to rub all of that mercury all up in her hair. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, yeah. So he's just like, what? He's looking at his hands and then looks towards her, and it's like. This is um, the scene where he's superimposed entirely over the original actor because the original actor and the actress that plays Ling have a scene like that where he is putting his hands through her hair. So oh, they, sure. they do like superimpose him over that. So they, they are actually doing that scene that was shot in the original film. I imagine that in the uh, original, there wasn't a scene where she lights Buddy's hands on fire. No, no, that's all uh, beforehand. <laughs> For reasons that are definitely explained... And makes sense to someone, yes. presumably. Yeah, it's definitely. It's to toughen his hands up, clearly. That's the only way to make your hands tough. You've got to set them on fire. <laughs> I think we all know that severe burn wounds will make your Do hands not make stronger. Your... <laughs> they, for some they reason. Don't. They, they don't. I think I'm pretty sure your hands are forever damaged now. Turns out that was just enough experience points to level him up, and now he's ready to fight Betty. The big balls. The big balls, man. Cut to Betty, walking with his henchmen at night and asking about their plans for the evening. So, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Maybe oh, rent a movie or something. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Might go for supper or something. Yeah, that's it. It's like maybe, maybe, maybe grab some beers. Hey, what do yeah. you guys? I mean, if you want to, like, let's hang out at my place. We we'll grab some beers, you know. Maybe watch a movie. Maybe go uh, cruise for chicks or something. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's not, yeah, cruise for chicks. You remember when something. cruise for chicks was like a an activity you could tell people you were doing with a straight face? Uh, I, I, you don't, and nor do I, uh, because neither yeah. of us lived long enough to see that yeah. time, and I think we're both I'm glad. Quite thankful for it, because if I heard anyone say that, I'd be like. Ugh. Now it sounds Please. like a quagmire thing to say, doesn't it? Yeah, it literally does. Hey guys, you want to go cruise for chicks? I'm pretty sure he has said that line. <laughs> oh yeah, I think quagmire is based on every 1950s man. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%
100%. So, it actually, actually, I like this because uh, it does make me kind of want to hang out with them. I mean, there's, there's a risk that my, my big toe might get chopped off, but they seem like decent dudes when they're not on the evil on the evil kick. Other than cruise for chicks, that, that's, that's not good. Not endorsing that at all. They believe that the net is a death sentence to Chosen One, and he is out there rotting like a papaya. <laughs> no one will be able to escape a tiny net. It's so tiny. Now we've gone from Snape to the Monarch. <laughs> or not tiny. the Monarch. What is his name? The, the Shrink Man from uh, Harvey Birdman. He's oh, so tiny. I will shrink you. No. Oh, that is a, that I don't know. Is a you know reference. who I'm talking about, though. Yeah, That's I know his voice. Right, it's yeah. very yeah, much yeah, his yeah. voice. Now, I'll shrink you. I will shrink you. Now I'm going back to Snape into it. <laughs> yeah, except that Betty isn't him. Betty is still Waluigi. Wah. Yeah, he literally Wah. says Wah. a number of times. Yeah, there's a scene where I, 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 he's just literally going eh, 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 for like. Oh yeah, that know, happened like with Ling points. earlier. She was going, yeah. pew, 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 and he was pew, going, and that was the whole. The mushroom you see, Waluigi. You see what I mean when I say this is a YouTube video? Yeah. Yeah, it's got all the references. It's just a meme video. That's all it is. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I hate it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's actually better quality than any YouTuber's attempt at a film, though. Disagree on the basis of uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged. That's like the closest I no, can no, no, think that, that, in style that's to this. That's, 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 not, that's not like... I'm talking about a YouTuber's film. So, like, the Smosh movie... Oh um, yeah, no, I see what you're Dragon saying. Movie, airplane mode, which is in a direct ripoff of Airplane for a okay. new generation, which is apparently terrible. That um, sounds like you shouldn't make that movie. That you should yeah, make uh, a different movie, the movie that you want to make instead of a movie that that's someone already else been done. wants you to make. And a lot better. Yeah. Don't try to do but, better than something that's already the pinnacle, man. But yeah, no, a bridge. Like, yeah, if it was like on YouTube and it was a film. Like on YouTube, which is where I see like your break you're this from down yeah. into individual gags and tell me this isn't a YouTube channel. To be fair, this yeah, this could literally just be a Vine <laughs> compilation. It could just be lots of different vines from when Vine was a thing. <laughs> They're just all, Vine was good. All, I'm glad we was. have TikTok. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was it was good. It had a lot of classic moments, but that's essentially all of this. Well, the same is I think it's like a Steve Odekirk thing because even um, referencing the original Ace Ventura as well, every scene in that could be like a short skit on a Vine or a YouTube uh, thing, to be fair. It's I, think like every right. scene... I think it is that sort of short form, uh, mm. you know, joke after joke thing, but each scene is like a self-contained joke, and then they tie exactly. it together. Yeah, and, and this is like what I was re- referencing briefly last episode with the Family Guy thing around that same time, with it almost being like a cutaway, but each section is a cutaway that's overall tied together. I never thought about Family Guy as being that much influenced by Ace Ventura, but now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of similarities there. Because uh, I know Seth MacFarlane also did a lot of writing around with Cartoon Network and might have been involved with the Ace Ventura cartoon, which he was, I believe. I think Seth MacFarlane was involved in the Ace Ventura cartoon back in the day. Huh, didn't know that. Yeah, it was also involved with Johnny Bravo, too, if you ever used to watch that. God, that was a good show. And yeah. so, Betty... In this meeting about how they're living the good life while their opponent is is rotting in a field due to that tiny net that surely no one can escape. Of course. 
He receives a note with some triangles on it, and we all know that triangles mean evil. The evil council is summoning him. He What's happening? Summoned to the council of evil. They're not council. the most talkative bunch, are they? No, not at all. Kind of. Do you even really? Yeah. Do you actually kind of work out what they're saying? I can't quite remember. No. Or is it just a bunch of like noise they say? It's like. I didn't bother finding out. I don't think yeah. the words are important. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not. I think in some alternate him. universe, I watched this whole movie and did the the lip read on everything. <laughs> Imagine it's like because it's not even right lip reading because it's already dubbed over. Oh, oh my yeah, God. they're speaking English <laughs> and then they dub with something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cut but to yeah, the so Council of Evil. They are informing Betty of what's actually happening. Oh yeah, he's alive. Chosen one's alive. What? The tiny net failed. Turns out Chosen One is alive. Uh, he's not to be messed with. A tiny net cannot stop our man. He is ready. Cut to Chosen One staring at a candle while he plans his attack stratagem. Yeah, this is where we get, like, his inner thoughts of how he is going to take off said metal caps from Betty. But, but everywhere he thinks. But you've mastered your technique. You should be able to beat him now. No, no, no. You see, every time he goes for it, he's exposed. He cannot uh, do it correctly without risk of counterattack. But he's mastered his technique. He should be able to beat him now. No, not quite yet. It's not. But you have mastered your... <laughs> have you got it right no, down like, that exact that's exactly exchange it. between them? Yeah. But you've mastered his technique. But you've mastered your technique. You should be able to beat him now. Yes, well, you see, if I do any strategy, I'm open to counterattack. If I do this, then that happens. But you should be able to beat him now. You've mastered your technique. <laughs> a training dummy is not this. A training dummy doesn't hit back is the problem. But you've mastered the technique. You should be able to beat him now. <laughs> but he oh, has man. an idea. <laughs> Yeah, he, ha he, has, he has a thing. So what does he do? What does he do after this? Well, we cut to something go? else because it wouldn't be cinema if they told us what was about yes. to happen. Cut Doesn't to some need... children chanting about being children while Chosen One goes into a shop and uh, inquires about uh, buying some some nuts. How, how much? Uh, he needs a pound of nuts. That's a lot of nuts! <laughs> So I had to do that line. Oh, I'm aware. That's why I was feeding it to you. Yeah, Very much yeah. like he feeds nuts to this squirrel. This squirrel. We don't know why, but he's giving the nuts to the squirrel. For a little second there, I thought the That's a Lot of Nuts guy was the same voice who does Invader Zim. I don't think it is, but it sounded to me like that style of yell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then what is it? He says, because that's a lot of nuts. And then he's like, how much will that be? And I can't remember the price he says. I don't know. I was laughing too hard. It's yeah, such it's a, it's such an out of place tone. Two bucks, baby. It's like, yeah, it's like, where did this come from? I just love the shifting that just continuously happens through this film. That's why. I'm telling you, exactly, these are lines. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We've hit the nail on the head. Literally every segment is its own segment. It like It is loosely based with an overall plot. And that's what the audience craves. Segments. Uh, Yes. What, cut, like, to that, something cut to that same temple they've been using this whole time, but it's dark Every this time and thing. moodily lit, and Chosen One's strategy was to disarm Betty by tangling up his chain with some rope there, then 
changing the song being played on the boombox to a remix of Black Betty. And he does this with the throwing star that has not, like, he has these, I guess, but he only yeah, has that, the one because it's yeah, not it's used ever time. again. Yeah, you only see that time. And also, I love the fact that it could have been, it would have, I think it would have been better if you'd have actually just pulled out a cassette or something and used that as the throwing star. Oh, it just lands like straight in there. It just lands straight in and like, would have knocked out the other thing because it's like, you're playing on a cassette that I don't think that's radio tuned or anything like that. So the, I don't get how the, the shuriken going in changes the song completely instead of just stopping it. <laughs> I know. It's movies. But it's such a simple thing. We just, saw, we, thing. We just saw that that's a lot of nuts, guy. I don't think yeah, we true. get to question the logic yeah, yeah. of the movie anymore. <laughs> I think so that's like, done really now. Good. Ship has sailed. I'm not sure what version of, of Black Betty it plays. It's some kind uh, of remix. It's, it's not a bad yeah, little remix, remix, I guess. It's a pretty decent one, yeah. And yeah. then they proceed to fight. Yeah, well, they, he dances around a little bit first, and Betty sort of doesn't dance and goes, I could dance like that. <laughs> if <laughs> I, I that. wanted to. To, yeah. <laughs> so the fight carries on. And yeah, they, they start uh, fighting. And it's uh, not a good fight scene. They just sort of fall down sometimes. And this... Uh, and Betty, upon being hit, well, you remember when those guys with sticks weren't able to do anything to him? Well, now the chosen one with a fist is able to do something to him. Yeah, but it turns out him. that the evil counselor here. There's an invasion. They're There's an invasion him. of evil council of aliens. And they are coming for you. They come from the pyramid. See the pyramid that was floating earlier? Mm-hmm. They were there and they were coming from that. So. What has Chosen One got to rely on in this hour of need? Well, they're French, first of all. <laughs> French aliens. French aliens. Yes, French aliens. I've got to ask you, what is this Stinky Pits joke? I don't get it. Uh, well... Is this that, a sort that... of weird American stereotype? Like, it struck me that the entire joke might be, haha, French people smell. Yeah, that literally was it. That, oh. That's the whole Stinky Pits thing. Oh. And it's like, I don't know how much... I've never... I've worked with... A, with Quite a few French people. I've never really noticed the smell. I've noticed them being quite short and rude to customers every now and then, but that's about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's be clear. That's because in France, they understand that human beings should be treated with civility and respect. And if you're not going to do that, then you don't have to yeah. serve them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's like, so, you don't respect me. I don't respect you. I've but literally yeah, been in a Paris cafe before where an American guy did the sort of snapping at someone and like whistled oh, at the guy and we're like, oh hey, hey, dear. buddy, come here, you know? Yeah. And uh, the waiter went straight up into his face and went, I am not a dog, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And just like yeah. slammed a thing on the table and left. Yeah. And went like, I'm going on break. I, he said it in French, but that's what he said. And his manager was like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. <laughs> Everyone's happy because like, Seriously, that's not a way to behave to somebody who's no. serving you your food. That's that's happened to me before because I, I, I do that. I serve food and drinks and things like that. I've done. Um, and, and now if anyone if anyone waves at me or anything like that just to try and get my attention. And smile. Yeah, that is exactly what I do. I carry on with what I'm doing. I just catch their eye, wave at them, and just carry on with what I'm doing. It's like, oh, okay, you want to wave at me? I'll, I'll come back and see you once I've finished doing all this. But people, man, have some respect. Mm, and at the fight where they are circling each other and one of them's kind of dancing, kind of. The Chosen One gives his his badass fight line, you killed my family, and I don't like that sort of thing. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that sort of thing. 
<laughs> I wish I wish more films would actually just have bad final lines or like vengeance lines. I think a lot of them do, and they think it's on purpose, yeah. and it comes across as just not good. Yeah. Whereas exactly. in this context, I totally believe that the writers could have written a good one, but decided to write a bad one because yeah, it's they better. They, they fight they and chosen one starts gaining the upper hand, but then the pyramids f- from the background before you remember that one pyramid yeah. that we didn't yeah. want to worry about. Turns out it's evil. And for real, uh, they keep fighting, but it now turns out that Betty has some magic bracers, which paralyze yeah. chosen one's arms. Mm-hmm. With the help of the aliens, I believe. And at his lowest point, Chosen One remembers that first scene where Betty burned down his house that one time, burned down his family, and then one boob lady asks him to fight so that she can appear in the sequel. Yeah. And the Sky Lion reminds us about the whole Stars Above thing. He goes, eh? Stars eh? Above. Right? Right? I told <laughs> that's what I said was gonna... I read the script. I saw that. <laughs> All of which inspires him to open his mouth to allow Tungy to save the day. And his tongue starts unraveling and unraveling and unraveling like, to, I don't even know what kind of length, and wrap around a corner of the pyramid. Oh, I can tell you exactly how much length it is. It's too much length. <laughs> yeah, it's way too much length of a tongue. But that's what makes him the chosen one. That's what makes the tongue the chosen tongue. Chose chose tongue. Chosen tongue. <laughs> Chosimba tongue. <laughs> so it wraps around the corner of the pyramid, and I guess the pyramid thinks that's gross, so they leave. Yeah, they're just like, ugh, sacre bleu! And then uh, they, go, yeah, they all just go away, and, and Betty's all like, what? You're leaving? No! Fun note, sacre bleu is like reasonably rude in French, but it's also archaic enough that I've never heard it said by a real person. Yeah, yeah, it's I've never like, heard. I've only ever seen like a show or a movie it's or something an old, like that. Old, old way to say a swear, but it's also <laughs> I've never heard anyone say it. So yeah. all of these English, it's like when Americans make fun of British people for wearing bowler hats, and you're like, yeah. even in the city, they haven't been wearing those for like yeah, no thirty years. Those. Yeah, minimum, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's like the be- like Mary Poppins with the banks and everything like that. Like, that's when everyone's wearing those. Everyone thinks that Britain looks like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It, it does. It's just grey clouds instead of a colourful sky. Except when people get on a magical car and go under the sea. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, that, that, yeah, no. With I the council gone, Chosen One's arms unparalyzed for some reason. Yeah. He See, like I say. For some reason, and he flies over Betty, where he then proceeds to use his technique to tear those <laughs> little plugs out of his chest. Now, this part's probably actually the most probably bloody of the whole film, I'd say. Because oh, I yeah. think you actually see the, the things in his chest are like pulled out, and you see like the not holes, but the wounds, the mm. wounds of where they are, and yeah. they do look pretty, pretty. But you know that part where he was all like, but uh, no matter what I do, he gets a hit in because I leave myself open. Well, so he gets a he hit does in. let himself open. He gets that big hit to the sternum. Gets sent flying. But it looks like the plan involved this squirrel friend. Earlier, with the nuts, do you remember? Whose soft, cushy body absorbed the force of this blow. 
But the squirrel is not dead, so don't worry if you're worried about what happened to the squirrel. The dog is clearly a little concerned about what is happening with this moving thing, though. <laughs> so, essentially, the squirrel is now pancaked with a handprint in the squirrel, and then it just gets some nuts poured into its back and scurries off, like almost like an an RC car or something like I that. I guarantee little... you this was, in fact, an, a modified RC car. Yeah. Yeah, just with like a skin over it. Like, it's so funny. I swear it almost makes the sound. Oh, it <laughs> does. Just put a strip, like, they don't hide it. <laughs> they don't hide it at all because it's funnier if it is an RC car. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but like for real, they have the dog on set and I guess they got footage of the dog reacting to this bizarre moving crushed squirrel thing and the dog going, yeah. I, what? I don't. Yeah. What what, uh, what is that? It's moving. What, what I don't that? understand. I am confusion. Also, Ling is here now. For some reason. And but she flashes here. him briefly before running into his arms. Yeah. Do they kiss this time or is it still just another don't embrace? Don't worry. There's nothing to worry about anymore. And they hug and the helicopter shot moves out. Or I guess the crane shot moves out. On the next thrilling episode, <laughs> aliens fly around the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> A large army takes to the field with similar triangles behind them. And what's this? Who's back? Chosen One has a training montage on the beach. <laughs> on the beach. This one old guy tortures Chosen One with some sort of pedal-powered electric nipple device. <laughs> one boob lady bends towards the camera expose her one boob slightly Ling can fly now for some reason not explained Gojira appears at the temple where they were hugging just now you remember just now when the film ended Gojira's yep. here now yep he's ready that guy from before, who had the perfectly cylindrical hole carved out of him, has returned and, and turned that turned that into a chain flail chain weapon, yeah. which is a chain now. extraordinarily anime. Yeah, very good. And, then, uh, and that cow uh, from before isn't dead and also has other barnyard animals to fight alongside her. Barnyard friends, ready. Join our heroes for the continuation in Kung Pao 2, Tongue of Fury. Uh, but it's never happened. The end. It's never happened. The end. Finn. 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 He, except for some really funny behind-the-scenes blooper footage, which we can talk yeah, about if you want. Bloopers. This was where I realized, oh, when they said some footage at the beginning, they meant most of the footage. Yeah, yeah, most of it, yeah. It's actually almost the entire film. And they just, just posited this guy straight in. In 2002 or something. Yeah, and it looks really good. Wow! I... that. Good. Mm. <laughs> that... Yeah. Thog can yeah. thunk. <laughs> Fuck, alright. I just said a bunch of things that were disconnected from one another. But for real, I'm impressed. This was... I couldn't tell most of the time. I thought the actors were in the same space. And seeing the blue screen, I just I am extraordinarily impressed. This is masterful blue screen. Awesome. Uh, what did you think of the of the film overall? So dumb. <laughs> it is so dumb. I love it. 
yeah. I love it so much, but it's so dumb. And there's yeah. also a lot of problems with it. But frequently yeah. the problems are funny, so I don't care. But when the problems aren't funny, I'm sat there watching a cow do kung fu for like several minutes too long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, all right. I would, I would there's put a few it gross same... out moments that I. Just... You know, yeah, that's that's the, the more the aim for like the teenage market. Those ones. Oh, I get you, but I, I, if you were asking about me, opinion, yeah, 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 me yeah. opinion is no es bueno for the for the teenager because i am like if you stacked several teenagers ages on top of one another you would end up with my age stack <laughs> but um i said i wouldn't put it on the same like platform as like naked gun and airplane but i'd definitely put it above almost most of the like parody spoof films that have come out in the last like 20 years or so i think i think if it's me i would have preferred maybe more of the takedown of the style of the kung fu movie but i also understand that if they were aiming for a mass audience that like lampooning a type of movie that in the 2000s nobody except for me and a few anime nerds were watching yeah to be fair you're only it was only really just starting to pick up with like crouching tiger hidden dragon house of daggers that kind of stuff like the new wave of chinese martial arts that were getting people yeah sure yeah and even back in the hong kong days most people were only really aware of the american side of it the bruce lee's that sort of yeah bruce lee Lee was really good and you're like oh if you like that have you seen um oh fuck how many chambers of shaolin 36 chambers of shaolin yeah Yeah, 36 have you seen 36 chambers of shaolin because that's also good and people are like oh is there an american in it because otherwise uh, i'm not interested and then obviously people don't even though they know jackie chan as well they still don't know a lot of the early jackie chan stuff or didn't oh yeah Yeah, he was comedy comedy fight side but yeah He's awesome. still one of my favorites, but we're not yeah. talking about Jackie Chan. Yeah. I just mean to say <laughs> that that's like the style that this is going to be taking down. Like if Airplane was about disaster movies and airplane movies and it used all of the tropes and like systematically went through and made fun of those. And if something like Blazing Saddles, though I haven't seen it, <laughs> I'm aware of the sort of it's a Western starring that. a black man. You're yeah. like, what is the experience of the Wild West from the perspective of a black cowboy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's super interesting, and mm-hmm. it sort of once you end up with a movie like uh, like Airplane, it ends that type of movie forever. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, well, I if I do anything ever again, people are going to be like, oh yeah, just like an Airplane, I remember that. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know if this but... is that right. I don't know if this is that. I don't think it's as clever. I don't think you yeah. got your Leslie Nielsen type who is no. just so deadpan at all mm-hmm. times. Though I like Steve Odkirk, and I think he does a good job being the sort of straight up, uh, yes, I am a Kung Fu master. But yeah, I I think for me, because at the time I saw it, that's why I also held this nostalgic view of it as well. Uh, Hold it up in that, because other ones I've seen, like I was saying, since then, I just, any sort, like not even like a Kung Fu parody, but like literally any sort of parody film, like the the scary movies that came after essentially like the first or second one, they were kind of mm-hmm. eh, and, and, like meet the spartans which was taking the mick out of like action films and like superhero movie and epic movie and all of those it's like wow there is an element of this type of movie of what it should do is pull the curtain back and be like look you see the guy running the mechanisms look at how the mechanisms work that's the funny bit right behind yeah. the sort of it, it's like seeing the marvel movies behind the scenes and you see a guy just sort of you know, doing delivering dramatic lines to a tennis ball on a stick. Yeah. 
there's something inherently funny about that, right? So if I were doing that, I think I would make the main villain literally a green screen tennis ball on a stick. Oh, yeah, no, you got you got you got to have, got to have something that's. But this is what I mean. Well, this movie doesn't have that. They could have been more discursive about like my cow style will defeat your gopher style. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's barely referenced. Like the whole tiger crane thing as well, and that kind of initial film that it was based off. There's hardly any anything referenced in that. Oh, yeah, the whole point in that first. Sure. If I'm reading this correctly, then Tiger and Crane School going to war with one another was that first movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Hong Kong cinema, and this is it's pretty good as a takedown, frankly. It's mm. a funny, it's fun, it is absurd at points. Yeah. It's not uh, too serious. I'm thinking of specifically the part where they say he spends his time on top of a waterfall swinging a chain around. You can find it there. <laughs> I'm like, right, why would you find this guy in this movie, just like in this dramatic area? Why is he there? And the reason he's there is because it's a cool looking location that the team wanted to film at. (laughs) Exactly. That's why he's there. We want to shoot a shot in Japan. That's why our our enemy is in Japan. (laughs) Uh, Also, the parts where someone says uh, they don't want to help the main character until they're asked politely. And then they say, all right. And that's just a trope yeah. in so many movies. It is yeah. the, I don't know if I can help you in good conscience. Oh, how about, yes. in, how about, I know you're saying no. Have you considered? Yes. You know, I hadn't considered that. You're right. I'm in. All right. <laughs> uh, they did definitely Americanize the conflict trope is where I, I feel maybe this is the center of my thing. Cause, um, what is this evil? Well, it's an evil council who does evil things to good people, which I think is good because I'm evil. That is yes. that is a takedown of American style action movies because like yeah, I'm evil for evil's sake. Evil. What 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 what's your what are you getting out of this evil plan? More evil to so make much people evil. suffer for no reason other than to make them suffer and maybe for money. Which, I run a foundation. You know. Called the the Foundation for Increasing World Suck. I want to make the world suck more. But in your classic classic kung fu movie, it tends to be more like rival schools or rival fighting styles who consider themselves superior to each other. But then the conflict is like they have to team up to defeat the arrogant British boxer who's come in and been like, ah, British style is going to defeat, defeat all of you. And they're all like, yeah, no, I think we could fuck this guy. Uh, it's it, man, but it's a lot of movies, right? Dude, I know you're like, how much you're British, right? Yeah. How much do you know about the opium wars? Not a great deal. It's like not taught at school at all. I'm shocked. So that's a, that's some bullshit that the British pulled in, in China there. They pulled a lot of bullshit in China and it's not yeah, surprising no, I, I, that I, one of the yeah. tropes is, and a lot of these stories are based around that time or after. See, I know we did a lot of bad things, but I've only found out from looking up it about myself. It is not mentioned at all. They only ever want to talk about world war two and maybe like the Tudors and stuff like that. Uh, oh, yeah. 1060, yeah, well, there were yeah. Romans here. 1066 yeah. was the last time you were invaded, except for that one time in World War II where that one yep. invasionary force landed in Wales, yep. which I think <laughs> doesn't count, but whatever, it's technically. Yeah. 
And then you got, anyway, this is not a history podcast, but it's, uh, <laughs> what I mean to say is this is a, this is a popular type of plot where yeah. there's infighting in between the Chinese people and then there's an external threat and they all go, we all right, listen, together. can we, can we create not tiger style and crane style, but what if we created tiger crane style? Okay. <laughs> oh I understand God. what you're saying, but what if it were crane tiger style? It needs to be and then tiger. Got, yeah, you got tiger crane or crane tiger. Train. Train style. Train style. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> but no, that's real. That that tends to be the sort of thing. It's like rival schools. It's uh, that's the conflict. And it's not I am evil. And there's certainly not yeah. there are aliens. So I thought I, I thought the aliens thing was a bit strange. Yeah, that, I don't know why, why they went that. I think they just wanted to add another random trope in. I think they I wanted to I be American. To. I think they wanted yeah, they to make a takedown of a movie that isn't a movie. Yeah, yeah. This is why I'm like, I'm not putting it up next to Airplane, because Airplane was yeah, a no, pointed, very specific critique of this style of movie. Yeah. This Kung Pao doesn't feel like it's pointed in any particular yeah. direction. It feels like a, a bunch of, of six-second vines that are <laughs> loosely strung together and individually are all quite good, except for a couple and that I'm like, I don't know about they, that one. They're all based of kind of taking the piss out of martial arts films. That's about it. Yeah, like, but also Aliens for some reason. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, 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 that part's just an, a separate sketch. And there's a conspiracy itself. somewhere. And you're like, okay, or or... You could make some, or if you're, if you want a better takedown of Kung Fu movies, Shaolin Soccer. Oh, I love that film. That is a better takedown. And it also happens to just be a really good Kung Fu movie. I remember I saw that film literally years ago before it had the English release because one of my best friends went in primary school, elementary school, uh, was, was Chinese and he had like the original copy of that on VHS, like fully in, um, in Chinese, uh, it was Ken- yeah, in Chinese, and I remember, yeah. And then I remember that being brought to theaters and coming out in the cinema here years later, and everyone was excited about it. And I was like, I've seen this film years ago, and they're like, How could you have seen that? And I had to just regale the story. But yeah, it came out years later in the UK. <clears throat> but this is what I mean, right? It's a better. If we're talking about which is the better takedown, I'm like, well, Shaolin yeah. Soccer uses all of the tropes. It it recontextualizes into something that's preposterous, but also has stakes and it's it's a better there's a lot of places where i would go to lampoon this rather than this movie this well here's the thing this was also made by the same people who made ace ventura and i've i am not surprised yeah no no no, at all you can tell it's the same director (laughs) i am not surprised but like also do i want to bring that up i don't want to bring it up ace ventura was like super silly and this this film is super silly and you can tell what's going on. This is not an attempt at a takedown or a spoof. It is, I wonder how many Kung Fu movie jokes we can make based on this footage we have the rights to for some reason. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly. Like, I, 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 I like the film. I like the film a lot. And Oh, I liked I, uh, it. I, if I'm I, given the impression that I don't like it, that's not, wrong. No, 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 not at all. Um, it's, like, it's not obviously of that same um, level as make a gun and airplane and that but i still think it's better than any other spoof film that's come out since i think we went through a period where everything had to be a spoof and everyone was like yeah. epic movie scary yep. movie exactly. and it got old real quick and now nobody makes them anymore and the only one which is uh 
which was that, oh yeah because you haven't seen many horror films literally the only other one which i say that's come out recently which is kind of like a real send-up of the genre is, this is be a spoiler Ca- no 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 it's okay. uh it's, it's uh, cabin in the woods oh okay i think that's cabin on my list or, so perhaps yeah, it's on your list talk but, about that any further yeah no, i know i was just you're gonna be like but yeah, because yeah, you yeah. haven't seen many horror films you might not get the references as much yeah maybe yeah yeah, yeah. that was it I'd like to finish off here in in the more critical section by saying the sheer fucking craftsmanship on display here is mwah, chef kiss. <laughs> the blue screen work is exquisite. I look for 2002 the CG was very good and blended yeah, extraordinarily yeah. well with the live action stuff they intercut with it. So good. So yeah, good. No, really clean, really clean. The way that like, the superimposing of his face like you can't tell the because like, obviously that's not Steve Odekirk's body half the time, so it's really impressive how they've managed to blend it in him into the scenes with the technology that they had. Special nod to the sound team, especially. They really understood the tropes they were working with, like the single <clears throat> sound effect for a strike that lands low or one that lands high or one that's blocked. Did you get yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very but it's good, not very like good. a couple of sounds if you block it. Yeah. It's the same sound... And you're hearing it 12 times a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So... Even the creative reuse of angles was glorious, especially when they understood how to use it for, for the gag. Like the, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yeah, and like, over, right? Yeah, the fight scenes, the cutting back and forth between uh, the shots, like, you know, when it was going shot for eye to eye to eye. The repeating of themselves early on um, with the kendo guy and the the crash zooms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was talking. Yeah, that, that that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, yeah, we're the talking about the same section then. Um, yeah, that that kind of stuff. Also, for it's an really American good. production, the wire work is pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. So right. It's not Hong it. Kong standard. Those guys are like the masters of this. The right? wire people. Yeah. Well, that was how they were doing all of their special effects for for 40 years. So there's some yeah. expertise in Hong Kong that just doesn't exist in the U.S. Maybe now. Maybe there's uh, people who are better at it. But in 2000, mm. yeah, there weren't a lot of uh, wire experts. So for, uh, you know, for an American production, very well done. Nice, nice. So I don't know, man. It's it, like, especially when they weren't trying to hide it at all because it was funnier. I could see myself in those meetings where someone's like, oh, I don't know, you can see the wires, and somebody has to be like, whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on. Is that a problem to see the wires in this scene? Because I think it's funnier. Yeah, if we, yeah, yeah. If we, if, we, if we leave them in, so you can obviously tell that it's wired. Oh, yeah. I, I liked this. This was a fun experience. Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff was just like, it's gopher chucks. And I'm like, why is it gopher chucks? Oh, it's because, because it's gopher chucks. It's because he has gopher style kung fu. And that's <laughs> sort of, I would have hoped they'd play that. I really want that movie now. I want someone yeah. with ridiculous style beating someone with real style. It's right? like, yeah, like you, get that, you get that brief shot of it when he's like, when he's lifting his hands, he's going like a little bit like oh, that. Oh, he's surrounded. Like, yeah. Was, yeah, I want to see more of that. I want to see that, that versus the cow just be... Yeah. You know what would have made the cow fight funnier to me? Is if it's just a cow. Yeah, like, it's not actually like a martial arts cow. No, yeah, and it just sort of, like, does a hind leg thing, goes, mm, get off. And he's yeah. there trying to, like, kick the cow, and the cow is just like, eh, what are you... Come on now. Yeah, yeah. And this animal like, weighs like, two tons. And, yeah, he's you know, trying to, like, punch, punch, punch the cow, punch the cow, and the cow just literally just, like, 
lifts a leg and kicks it, or just or just just farts. That will knock him out. Like maybe if you ever that would be very totally appropriate for this film, yeah, wouldn't it? Exactly. I, it's the so cow scene, and the, I didn't mention it at the time. I think in in the main review, is you know, the cow after it's had its the way he defeats yeah. the cow is he milks the cow until there's no dry. Cow. That is oh, not dry. how cows work. <laughs> that's the <laughs> i don't think you can also slide across the ground without help like that to to milk the teats either <laughs> yeah i don't know like i i think i think that at my stage of life i look i look at that and i go eh, all right but even yeah, as a teenager well, i don't think i was laughing at fart jokes that much yeah no, i think the, i've the always that... preferred the sort of verbal humor I, i've yeah. always preferred the sort of cleverness of something like your monty pythons though of course yeah. accepting that one of the funniest times i've had is... watching monty python was the fish slap dance yeah so... exactly that's one of the best physical piece of physical comedy ever <laughs> it's so good i think it is but, and this uh, is what i mean like i think my up. tastes were never aligned with this even as we yeah. say oh it's a teen thing i we're at risk yeah. of saying all teens prefer think, this no, yeah, style think, of comedy, and I think when you, that's wrong. When you, I think when you grew up, your teen era for that teen and stuff like that. Um, I think this is Steve Odekirk's teens, is what he likes. Yeah, yeah what, what he would have thought was would have been good in that. But yeah, I didn't find the draining of the cow funny, but I found the fighting of the cow funny. And I liked I liked the visual humor in the terms of like those crash shots, like the and the audio the audio humor of the, the voiceovers and things like that. That always made me laugh the most. I would like to get a version of this film where they're just saying whatever they're saying, because clearly Steve Odekirk is saying something in these scenes, but he's not saying what we hear. Yeah, not exactly saying it. Yeah, I'd like to hear what he, what he said in, in those and scenes. whether was he was similar. saying it with a straight face. Yeah, of course. How many takes <laughs> did that take? Good Lord. So unless you have anything to add at the end, I think my review is pretty positive. Pretty positive. There's problems with it. I think there's a few bits where I'm like, I don't know, whatever. Why does yeah, no, he I, like I, I knew I knew recommending this as well. I knew that it was. It's not like a, a perfect film or anything like that. It's got a lot of problems, but, but that's where for what it is. is. You know, what it is. Tell me really one funny. perfect movie, right? Like they don't exist. Yeah. Everything's got something, right? Whether that's the thing. It's all in that everyone's got their own opinions, and that's the beauty of it. So what I might like something, you might not like something. And then we come and discuss what we like and what we don't like. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Opinions are like nuts. Uh, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of nuts! nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode of One for Paul Ducks. Where can they find your programming of Thank kind of things much. that you make programming of on the it's internet? Good, sir. Good sir, Paul. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Daxren, D-A-X-R-E-N. And I do uh, basically more rambling uh, of a sort like this, but with the video game background, lots of different things there. So, And, and funny voices, impressions. Oh, yes, we love those. That's about it. That That's that's essentially what I do. I recently <laughs> enjoyed your um, crime week where you played crime yep. games and, yeah, we like and committed big crimes. Yeah, commit big crimes, investigate the crimes. So yeah, what we like to do is we like to do themed weeks on the channel and get people involved with that. So I'll set out like a couple of different themes that people can choose between what games will be involved with them and then give it a week to vote. And then for the, and the following week, that'll be the themed week and then break in between and do community suggestions, everything like that. We have a really good community. Everyone gets involved. So swing by if you can. And obviously good, good Sir Paul is there too. I certainly Lovely. will, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, thank you very much for being here. And to you, the You're audience, welcome. thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Uh, I have been Paul. You can find me at Patreon at One for Paul, where you can help out the show for as little as one pound a month. It really, every little bit does help with the production costs and getting guests on and doing everything that needs to be done. But if you can't do that, no worries. I'd appreciate it if you just tell someone about the show. Maybe say, tell hey, someone. I like the show that this this guy puts on. Tell I can't think of another show where people talk about movies, personally. Tell I think I'm the only one. Tell everyone. Tell, tell, tell your hairdresser when the hairdressers are open again. You know? Aw, thank you. <laughs> thank you very tell much. Tell everyone. Join us next time on One for Paul. We'll see you next time. Bye. I just checked the goodometer, and yes. Ventriloquists, your tricks won't fool me.